The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I'm your host Sean Garmer and here with me Mr. Mark Morrison as always. Howdy. And if you happen to watch on YouTube or wherever else, you know, one of the websites, this is our first video podcast that we're actually doing ourselves without somebody else producing or something else like we have for the E3 shows. So hopefully this is something we can keep doing. And hopefully you like it. I know some of y'all been complaining on on YouTube that we're behind the times, so figured why not? And plenty to talk about in this time since so the last time we did a show. Of course, Black Friday, Thanksgiving has happened. So uh, anything on your uh, Thanksgiving there, Mark? Uh, I bought a bunch of DVDs and Blu-rays. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of got uh, a little crazy on the Black Friday sales game-wise. So I have all the big games and indie games as well from this year. And now I actually have to find the time to play them all. So that's... Well, you bought like 10 games or like 7 or 8 games. I bought like 25 Blu-rays and then or DVDs. And then I bought a few games, but nothing major. Well, you had a lot of the big ones already. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, and I, I know that there was a glare coming from my TV or from my computer onto the camera. I can't help it. We're figuring this out as we go. But, um, no, I, I bought probably, I want to say, more than that. I want to say, like, 20 games or so. Possibly yeah, about yeah. as many DVDs as you bought. So you bought a bunch of crap, so that doesn't count. <laughs> hey, hey, it's not necessarily true. Even though I I made a mistake that I I'll talk about in a second. Even though it's not really that big a deal because I like playing more games on my Switch than I do on PS4. But it's all right. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But um, of course, this is the first time you listen to us. We are the official. Video Games Podcast at WTMNet.com and of course also in association with 41mania.com and Last Word on Life. Uh, so you're probably seeing those little icons there on this uh, screen. And yeah, let's... I Look, there's, a, there's a, quite a bunch of news to talk about so we'll do the thing we've been doing where we talk about the games uh, afterwards. Uh, in fact, might as well go ahead and get started with the you know this already if you're paying attention to anything, especially because Microsoft puts theirs right there at the front of the month. I think Sony hasn't even switched theirs over yet, so technically this is still coming. Uh, so PS Plus has Soma, which the whole collection has been put as a PS Plus game, so this is kind of weird that they they do it individually as well. 
uh, Soma Onrush and Iconoclast, which is a game you reviewed that came out really early in January. Uh, hey, I didn't like it. <laughs> you didn't like it? I, I'm kind of in liking it, but this is one of the games I bought on the Switch and then happen to look at this and go, ah, oh, crap, well, could have for free, but we got a code for free, so technically, I guess, now we paid him back. <laughs> so I, I've heard Onrush, Onrush is pretty good, but it didn't sell well. Yeah, that probably tends to happen. Steins Gate is a really good uh, visual novel. Of course, we'll see whether Paul has seen the anime at this point. Uh, All over it. There. You know me, anime fan. And uh, Papers, Please is actually also pretty good. Yep. So, uh, they're saying we'll make uh, Return of the Overden, which is one of the games that is being lauded a lot right now. And I'm still, I have it on my PC. I need to play it. But uh, trying to get through as we get closer and closer to doing our Game of the Year award stuff and everybody else does. Some people have already did it. I can't believe Joystick did theirs and Red Dead's not even on it. Like, they did theirs so early that they had to exclude Red Dead. To be fair, Joystick doesn't really exist that well anymore, so who cares? (laughs) Yeah, when when, uh, I think Game Informer was talking about how they're still figuring out how they want to do theirs this year... Um, if they want to include like ongoing games or not or whatever, and they were like, "Yeah, Joystick already did theirs," I was like, "Why is somebody doing it that early?" Uh, the only other, well, the only other one is like AV Club did theirs, um, but that they that wasn't like a best game. It was just like games they liked the most so far this year. Uh, okay, uh, but at least, at least like Red Dead was on their list. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, Microsoft kind of uh, did not really give you a whole lot here, except for the surprise of the first ever original Xbox game being brought on for uh, Games for Gold. Uh, Mercenaries Playground of Destruction is there at the back half of December, Dragon Age 2. Is that the Dragon Age everybody doesn't like? Yeah. Okay, so... (laughs) You can sort of skip that one unless you're a huge Dragon Age fan. Uh, Cube 2 and Never Alone, which Never Alone's been... I think this is about the third time it's been a available. So it's actually a decent little indie game that you learn a lot about Eskimos. Uh, yeah. So I would uh, get that if you have an interest in that there. But So it's sort of weird... That, you know, Jeff Keighley has had the Game Awards for a little while now. And they're making announcements and they're, they're, we'll talk about some of them. And then all of a sudden CBS comes out with this, we're doing a Gamer's Choice Awards. And it's produced by the same people who do the Teen Choice Awards. Uh, so, so the people who don't know teens are not going to bring you a game, an award show where they don't know about video games. <laughs> Can't wait. And... Yeah, I, they, I mean, they're giving it a prime slot. It's pre-recorded, so... I think it's tonight, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's December 9th. No, I meant, to, didn't they record it tonight, though? Maybe? The press release that they sent out this morning made it seem like it was already recorded. Okay. I see, I've seen a bunch of people on Twitter talking about, like, an award show, so I, th- I assumed it was that. <laughs> Might not have been that. that like, they, they denounced all the celebrities that were there, and then... 
you know, I, I th- I'm going, okay, this is a nice list, but yeah, um, it's, I'm just like, well, we're, we're going there and like, they got Ninja to be there. Of course he's nominated for male streamer of the year. And they also have female gamer streamer of the year as well. Uh, you know, that does not hit our alley at all. So can't talk about, but they seriously have way too many awards for this, for a one hour show. Yeah. It, and they won't yeah. get through them all, or it'll be, you know, they'll have, like, they'll show five awards, and that's about it. Like, they'll, like, the games the Keeley show used to do, which is really annoying. Like, I don't even know why we, ha- like, they bothered to do a most anticipated game, and then Elder Scrolls Six is on here. We don't even know when Elder Scrolls Six is going to come out. Yeah, most anticipated <laughs> for, 20, for 2020 or 2021. Yeah. Like... Most, most anticipated after, uh... Bethesda gets their ass handed to him in a lawsuit over Fallout 76. Yeah, that too. Like, I mean, Last of Us 2, we don't even know if that's going to come out next year or not either. So. I mean, that at least has shown game has shown something. Yeah, what are you going to show uh, a logo yeah. for, for all the stuff? Yeah, it's just... So they have fan favorite... All this is voted on by fans yeah, or gamers. Most, I mean, so is most of the other, other thing too. <laughs> No, the Game Awards actually is 90% critics and 10% fans. There's a huge Game Awards show voting page. <laughs> yes, but that is 10% fans. Like, that's what I'm saying is there's a, there's a quota. It's already been given out. 90% is what the critics voted. 10% is what the fans are voting. So what the fans are voting... Unless there's a huge rush for something the critics didn't vote for, for like say like everybody bands together and says Celeste is going to win Game of the Year, like that might be the only way is if like everybody votes. So not everyone would do that, so it doesn't really matter. I know I'm saying like it would have to take something like that for whatever the fans are voting in the Game Awards to make a difference. But I guess or they, does, yeah, or does someone hack like the voting system to just you know make a that to make some cre- like to make a uh, Metal Gear survive whenever category. That would be <laughs> talk about. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go through these. Uh, yeah, way too many. Last time, and... the one. Well, like it's way too many. Number one, uh, and then like I'd be listing like. A half the games that came out this year because they did one for every category and there's even more games in these categories than the game awards. So it's like, yeah. The one thing I will mention is they have weird ones like fan, uh, fan favorite gaming device, which is like, why (laughs) does like a console need to need to, win this where's the atari jaguar i demand a recount <laughs> and then like a most desired franchise resurrection that's somewhat valid i mean yeah. people sure maybe it's stuff yeah. that they can't do like again next year so i guess they're i mean the only way i'd be interested in this is, is if like dan raker was hosting it that'd be awesome that would be great <laughs> 
if that happened. But, like, I do think, like, uh, gaming moment or whatever should be added into the Game Awards, but it's with See, a lot of that having it, to do with streamers. Yeah, who cares? You know? I mean, it, it's, I mean, Giant Bomb does something like that where it's, like, either biggest news or biggest disappointment, and that about covers it. Yeah. Like, why do we need a, uh, do we really need to know what your favorite streaming service is? Like, does Twitch need to award themselves something? Is that is that what this is? Like, Yeah. To show they're the best. <laughs> it's just sad. Like, some of these are... I mean, it's cool, like, whatever... I can't imagine if somebody's actually going to show any kind of gameplay or anything no. like the Game Awards. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to show up for that, because people are going to care about that. Yeah, I'd imagine that the developers... If they even get to be on stage to accept anything, it's going to be quick. Uh, whatever they get to talk, because people are not. This is why they have so many celebrities there, because they're probably having them present instead of. Yeah, it's just kind of a gaming. It's just kind of a big like CBS Cherkov session. Like, we, oh, we got all these people. Like, look how good we are. And well, like no one in the no one in the business actually cares. And we're coming on after football, so we want to make sure people watch it. Yeah. But we're trying to cram all the stuff into an hour, so we'll see how it goes. I think it's kind of crappy that they're doing it two days after the Game Awards and a day after the uh, kind of funny showcase, which those two things are going to be way more important than whatever the Gamer's Choice Awards is or becomes. But, hey, maybe they'll, in five or ten years, fix it like it took Jeff to fix the Game Awards. Maybe they can get Olivia Munn to host. <laughs> we all know what a big gamer she is. Yeah, especially when she comes down like renounces being part of the... That's what's so funny. They added her in here and she took the time to renounce herself from... I don't want to be part of this community. Like, right? Exactly. Uh, so there is... Uh, all kinds of news to talk about and some sad stuff. Of course, uh, Starbreeze Studios, who are most known for uh, the people who make Payday. Uh... Oh, Riddick, okay. Uh, well, the biggest problem is that they... I don't know... After that other Walking Dead game got made and bombed, and, you know, the the problem with Telltale, and I'm sure that they've had this going for, like, a year or two, so it's not, not that they could have seen this coming, but even Walking Dead itself is starting to go down. Every time they have a an episode this season, all I, yeah... All I see is, oh, the ratings, a new low for The Walking Dead. Like, Yeah, exactly. So that Overkill game, which came out and people reviewed it and it bombed, like you said. And of course, it's going to hurt Starbreeze's bottom line because they, nobody bought the game and of course yeah
There are a lot of people that like it, though, because it kept getting ported to systems. Oh, well. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where you ca it's coming out at a time where people are kind of over it, you have other games of its ilk that's coming down the line, like the Resident Evil 2 remake. Like, people don't uh, need that, you know? So, I mean, you have to uh, love people calling you, right? When you've already told them that you're recording a podcast. Uh, <laughs> I put it on vibrate, thank God, because. <laughs> Normally, I have the sound on, and you'd be hearing everything. Uh, so, yeah, it's just... I, I feel bad for Starbreeze. Hopefully, they can figure it out. They've they've started going into VR as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unfortunate uh, for them, but we'll see. Perhaps they strike gold once again at some point. It just, I don't know, VR has had a resurgence this year, at least PSVR anyway, uh, with, you know, five or six really good games. Right. Yeah, I think th that's just, that's going to, fail as well because it's hard enough to get people to get the ones that are on the market right now so I just I mean we wouldn't even know what the heck Microsoft's doing with HoloLens if it wasn't because they made that deal with the military just recently <laughs> right uh, I mean, the vibe's going wireless, and that's cool. And, I mean, that seems to... The, between the vibe and PSVR, that seems to be what people are investing in. I don't even hear anybody talking about Oculus anymore. So, um, that, that probably has to do more with the legal stuff that happened with that. But still, just... Somebody trying to make their own VR when this is already happening to them, not a, not a good deal at this point. But... Hey, THQ Nordic, we talked last time about how they were still buying company. Well, just today, they have bought another IP, Carmageddon, 
which is okay. <laughs> like, it's fine. It was, it. I mean, stainless. Yeah. I mean, they, they brought it over to, what, uh, phones in 2013. Reincarnation. I mean, yeah. Well, last... We talked about it last time. It's coming out... That's, that's my point, though. Like, it came out at a bad time. After Thanksgiving... People have spent their money already. No promotion. Smash Brothers is still coming out. Everybody's buying that. And it's, I mean, it's had promotion from like some websites, but it's like they themselves did not do a great job promoting it. Yeah, I, I don't know what they were thinking at that point, but perhaps everybody that I've seen talk about it or just reviews in general, it seems like people liked it, but it's not anything that you need to go out of your way to... Yeah, it's really mixed all over the board, uh, but it's not. nobody's sitting there going, oh yeah, you really need to go out of your way and play this game. A lot. Of, I've seen a lot of people say it's uh, feels more like something that would have come out last generation when the other two games came out. Um, yeah, yeah, but you got to think about budget, right? They have thirty people working on this instead of like two hundred people, so that's kind of what happens when you're sort of a. I guess you can call them a double A studio. So. <laughs> I mean, they they keep buying IPs. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, you have 35 games in development. Hopefully some of these start uh, start hitting. Because, uh, it, you know, not, not going to help you uh, at all there. Hey, Nintendo made big news, as I mentioned, with Smash Brothers due to come out in a few days. Uh, of course, Smash Brothers, no surprise, is the best pre-selling game in the franchise's history and the best pre-selling Nintendo Switch title. And to go ahead and add on to that, not only was the whole console the best-selling console over the Thanksgiving holiday period, Pokemon Let's Go sold 3 million copies in a week. So, 
I mean, there was people saying, oh, it's not going to sell as well as the other Pokemon games. And I think what's been more surprising is the people, amount of people that have, like, it's been exactly what they wanted. It hooked them in. They got the nostalgia, and people really like it. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to shake the ball. It is explained. You have to pay attention when... Because every time before you start the game, it asks you what controller you want to use. When you finish picking the controller... It gives you the controls. No, no, it does that because it assumes that you're using the Joy-Con. Well, what I'm saying is... He sh- he probably didn't pay attention. And it should do it every time he starts the game, though. It makes you pick your controller... Before you hit yes or confirm, it gives you the controls and it says on there. It it confused me. I'm not. I'm saying this because it confused me too. Yeah. Yes, you can because my daughter uses one Joy-Con and I use the other one. Yeah, it's meant to play with one Joy-Con <laughs> as a one-player game. No, you can't. <laughs> no, it's because it's meant to be played as one because with the Pokeball, you only have one. Uh, right. You can't because each Joy-Con is one player. That's how the second player comes in is you pull out the other Joy-Con and then they magically appear. You can't. They didn't make the controls like that. The only way you can play with both is to stick them on the controller itself and play handheld. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would have been too confusing for the system to to have it work like that. I don't. I don't know. I'm not the one that made the game, so um, I get it if he wants to use both because. Uh, when you use the one that has the C buttons, trying to figure out which one does what, sometimes confusing as well. So, I can understand that point, but... Yeah. <laughs> Are they going to let him take it back, though? Because once you open it... <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, I mean, I can understand on that that end, but uh, trust me, I I play it uh, handheld most of the time because I don't necessarily like throwing constantly, but it's still fun. It's still fun. I'm enjoying it. Uh, Hey, we did mention the Game Awards. We mentioned that there's going to be announcements and there's going to be gameplay and stuff shown. Uh, Now, this one... Not so sure because it also looks like it could be a Game Informer cover. Uh, but Dragon Age uh, is being teased by Casey Hudson. And it's perhaps could be one of the big reveals for the Game Awards. Uh, 
Um, they did talk about that they were they had a few Dragon Age things in development at, previously, so this is not a total surprise or anything. But it's been long enough, right? They could have a new Dragon Age. Right, I mean, this could be down the line. I think so. At this point, I think they would have moved it at this point if they were going to move it. But, I mean, also it's one of those ongoing games, right? So they can just release it and then keep doing stuff with it. Uh, do you, are you excited for a new Dragon Age at all, or? Yeah, it could be both, right? They could be doing a remaster. Oh god, I don't think you need that, but why not? You got Skyrim on there, so figure it out, EA. But uh yeah, I mean I'm not a big I've I think I've said this before, I'm not a huge on this, so I think they would keep going that route just because you have Anthem already, so if it if it did I mean it sold well, so I don't think they would change that much in it to go backwards. So I mean they have it in their back pocket if they want to do it. I would think it's gonna be an announcement. Yeah, if that ever happens. <laughs> Or the remaster of the collection that everybody keeps waiting on as well for some reason. Uh, another game that... yeah, Hey, I would be totally... I know you're not a fan of it, but I would be totally down. <sighs> Chain Empire is good. Uh, Ancestors, the humankind odyssey that we haven't heard about since... Like 2017, and even then, really, I haven't seen it since like it was at E3, even before that. So, uh, this is the uh, the guy that got fired from Ubisoft that was working on Assassin's Creed, and then uh, Patrick Desailles, and he like this used to be called something else. And there was going to be an episodic game, and at some point, episode one was going to come out. Then they changed it to where it wasn't going to be episodic anymore. And now it's a, like, ruthless survival game. So, 
where you are exploring, expanding, and evolving your clan through the ruthless and beautiful land of Africa 10 million years ago. The wild, which we haven't seen, like, anything of that either. Uh, what, this is going to air, you're going to get it, your first extended look on uh, GameSpot after the Game Awards, so, uh, you know, you can go check it out there if you're interested. This is a second game from the Private Division label that's going to get shown as well because uh, Obsidian is going to show off their new game. I think it's rumored to be called The Outer Lands. Uh, it's, I think it's some space RPG. Uh, I'm excited for this one. I kind of want to really see what Obsidian's doing here. Yeah, I mean, that's... Well, we get to see that with Microsoft as well when they join that, so... No, this is the uh, the Take Two, like that label where they're like indies for Take Two. Yeah, basically. I think it'd still be good though. So, uh, one game we won't see though is the whatever Rocksteady is working on, which apparently Jason Schreier knows what it is, but he doesn't want it to tell anybody, and. It's not a Superman game, though. This is about, the, I think, the third time they've had to come out and say this is not a Superman game. People need to stop asking for them to be making a Superman game because they're not making it. Uh, even though there was apparently some kind of thing out there that there was a Superman World's Finest game being made and there was system requirements and everything out there. Yeah, I... I don't know. I've just never been a Superman person. So. Well, yeah, I mean, unless you have the guy, like, unless you have, like, kryptonite everywhere. Yeah. I would like to see what Rocksteady could do with it because obviously they have history with the Batman games and in fact apparently Batman and Robin were supposed to be playable to kind of like keep it going that they have something to do with Batman but yeah I, I don't know maybe it's the license that would be awesome like I'm surprised that has not been brought to their attention 
Better Batman, possible. And it was a it was a great uh, Batman, but there've been plenty of those, and those games themselves were some of the best. So, uh, I did as well. You kind of can't pass up five bucks. Still, like it's not like you know you spent twenty or thirty. You spent five bucks. Same, same here. That's the reason why I think. Almost everybody I talked to, I think, bought that when they saw, oh, five bucks, go ahead, yeah. Um, the new Alien game is going to be shown at the Game Awards, uh, Blackout. Uh, Isolation was, was decent, yeah. It's been what, like... Three, four years? Well, yeah, let's not forget Colonial Marines. <laughs> With the bug that made everything bad that they found out years later. <laughs> right. And most of them were on way older systems where the difference in game quality is uh, not like it is today. So. <laughs> uh, and the last thing that people were... It's weird because, okay, this is sort of the, the next game in the Zelda line of, to get remasters, right? And then you also have uh, Eiji Enuma come out there at a Legend of Zelda musical concert, and we see we see uh, Nobu Yamatsu do this a lot with the Final Fantasy ones, and they had Kingdom Hearts, uh, the the one to four E three. They revealed the trailer. They had the release date there. So usually when you have big people go to these concerts, it's not to just fan flames and screw with your head it's usually to announce something and so somebody there was saying you know they asked Enuma a question of hey uh I would like to see a Skyward Sword remaster and he kind of you know yeah yeah I mean well that was the main problem was the Wii controls made it difficult to play that game. So, uh, I mean, and the Switch could do those controls, but they could also make it to where you could work, it could play handheld and it play better. So, I don't know. It's, it's there. Hmm. Yes, the tutorial takes forever. Well, you wouldn't need that much of it because you may not be using the motion control. They don't have to make you use motion controls, so. They could... 
Because it can still do motion controls. I mean, I think it would still have the motion controls. I just think it would be like Pokemon where you have the option to play it handheld as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Hey, at least that made the motion controls work better. I think people wouldn't care that much. I think that was the main problem is that a lot of the slashes didn't work. Yeah. Well, no, I meant, like, it didn't work as well, and then, like, you know, you try to roll bombs, and it wouldn't roll the bombs very well, and then there was bosses that you needed to do that, so I think that's something they'd need to fix, but it's it's possible. It's They could be doing it. Of course, you know, Nintendo came out with the, we have no plans to make this. Uh, like they did with the 64 classic and all that stuff so yeah we'll see we'll see if that that gets announced or not they do have wii u ports still sitting there that they could port over i mean like you said though they could port over wind waker instead or something it makes it easier for them uh the whole loot box thing is getting brought up again uh, because someone asked the FTC if they were going to get involved with investigating loot boxes. And they basically said that yes, they are. Um, well, not just EA. I think it's the mobile games and also the other countries that are making this a big deal. That have banned it and everything else like Belgium. Uh, so I think that... Uh, that makes it an issue, and at least the uh, International Game Developers Association is getting ahead of this and telling everybody, hey, like, you might want to self-regulate yourself before the government gets involved and regulates it for you and makes this a, a bigger problem than you want it to be. And maybe you don't have loot boxes at all in games anymore if the government gets involved, so... Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, honestly, for me, I'm still of the camp of a lot of people are used to already with DLC coming to so many of the big games now. We're already so used to paying more than $60 for games. Like, maybe raising the price is not the worst thing in the world if it gets rid of some of the stuff with loot boxes and microtransactions and Yeah, I mean, obviously mobile games, they love making them that way. Uh, I think it's just, 
it's an option. It's an option, but somebody has to be willing to do it. Like somebody has to go, okay, this game is baseline $80 and you're either going to pay it or not, you know? There'd be an outcry of people are going to buy it. Like, I, you know, or Rockstar could do it for, like, GTA 6 or, yeah. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, especially not if the, if it's another blackout, you know, where it's just the Battle Royale. They'd have to go back to having a single player mode and all that stuff, you know. Uh, consider also talking about potential lawsuits. Fallout seventy six is under investigation <laughs> for uh, its problems with uh, having so many bugs and and having issues. Yes, the canvas bay. This. Yeah, they. You know, if you bought the whatever tricentennial edition, you got a, you're supposed to get a canvas bag and everybody got a nylon bag. And yeah, there was. Yeah. Right. Exactly, and they're still advertising it when you would buy it just recently, and they're they would give you what like five hundred coins or. You can buy nothing. <laughs> yeah. Bethesda just handled this game totally wrong. Wow, really? <laughs> Don't sue them to get a bag, people. But the lawsuit's not just over the bag, though. I mean, I'm just like... It's... Yeah. I mean, it's already the worst reviewed AAA game of the year, even worse than Metal Gear Survive. Hey, we played it. We had some fun. I, it wasn't the worst. I mean, like, listen, it, there's people having fun with that game. I'm not saying it's the worst thing ever or whatever. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. That is bad. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they're... I, I still don't understand how Elder Scrolls Six and Starfield are going to be using those engines. Like, really? Like... I mean, hopefully this will wake them up to... Maybe we do need to change something, but... I don't know. I don't know what needs to happen uh, for that. But hey, they're not... I think this is even worse to me than Fallout 76. This whole fiasco with the PlayStation Classic... uh, To me, like, this is just... Just an abomination. Like, how can you totally screw... Not only do you screw this up with the games that you put on this thing, you put in the PAL versions, which run badly. And, yeah, it's just... It is. It's Sony putting this out. To Atari. <laughs> it's... Wow. So they really had no excuse to actually put these PAL versions in there. They just put them in there. Like, wow. Oh, the NVIDIA Shield? I mean, is that what Sony's banking on, though? Like, that's sad. If you put this out, saying, oh, we just slapped this together and then hoping that people hack into it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they do... So basically, you'd have to remove. Yeah, you'd have to remove like, 
Yeah, so it's not like the other ones where you can put in the whole the whole library. You'd have to remove games to put in the games you want. Yeah. And then I can put in whatever. <laughs> yeah? It's possible too. But yeah, it's. This is. Cool Borders 2 is one of the ones that's actually PAL. Wow. Let me tell you. <laughs> I think Sony will just be happy when this whole fiasco is over with and... Yeah, you can get a Vita TV. Yeah, that's the one thing. It it didn't. It wasn't compatible with every Vita game, but it was compatible with I think most of the PS One. Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense then. I always was sitting there going, oh, "I want to buy one. I want to buy one," and then I didn't. Ah. Yeah, so Sony has problems, Bethesda with their problems, loot box are getting investigated again, all this negativity. But hey, at least and there there's more of it too with the uh the movie stuff there and entertainment stuff we gotta talk about with Daredevil now becomes the third of the four uh, Marvel, Netflix. Oh, well, def if they cancel the other three, they can't have Defenders. Oh, Punisher. I forgot about Punisher being a. Well, Punisher's going to get canceled. Yeah, it, like, just Marvel's Netflix series just keep falling, and Daredevil's the next one. As uh, they will not have a fourth season because it's been canceled. Um, and it did very well. Just uh, Disney came out and basically said there's going to be more stuff with Daredevil. Uh, don't worry. I don't know what that means it's going to be on their service, but...
I think Netflix is butthurt, I guess, about this whole thing. I don't... Or it's costing them too much money, or... The Loki show. Yeah, like that's what I liked a lot about Jessica Jones was it's very grounded and you need those to offset the like spectacular ones you're going to have with the Loki and Scarlet Witch and all that stuff. Exactly. It wouldn't... Uh, it wouldn't be the worst thing. I'm trying to figure out what the heck Amazon shipped. Oh, what what the heck is this? They just shipped. I don't know. Ah, uh, I'll I'll find out in a second. But yeah, uh, okay. What the? I don't know what it's doing. It stupid thing. Uh, wow! It decided to ship one of the Voltron ones, even though it had delayed it all till the twenty sixth. That's great. Uh That must have been a... That's weird. That must have just been a complete, like, error on their part of going, oops, somebody forgot to hit the ship button. I think that's happened to you before with, with, like, GameStop. I got something, and I, like, two days later, hey, it's shipped. I'm like, I already have it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, sorry. I thought about doing that one time. I was like, no, I don't want them to find out later than they do something. So, uh, Sadly, we do have to discuss the passing of Steven Hillenberg, the creator of Spongebob, who had reported like last year that he had ALS. So you knew that he didn't have long... You know, he passed at 57. Uh, he's also the the creator of uh, Rocko's Modern Life as well, a show that I loved when I was a kid. Hey, I love SpongeBob, and there was a lot of... Yeah...
What do you mean? Yeah, I would say that they did wrong on that, honestly, because you can't. Well, you can't, because that was like a golden age of Nickelodeon shows. Yeah, I mean, they, outside of like the Turtles, which they kept rebooting and rebooting, and they had, it was good for a while, but it's, I don't know, to me it's just, hey, you know, ride your cash cow until you, until you can, until you can't no more, it's just, it's, it's still, like, Spongebob, for me, was, it was a really funny show. I had a cousin that loved it. My sister had everything Spongebob uh, growing up, so I guess it was just, like, a family thing for me, but, um, yeah, it's, it's sad to, to see that he, he passed, and when you talk about, like, American animation, it's, he's gonna be there in that, those annals of, Yeah, well, obviously not, but still. Uh, speaking of animation, though, of course, that uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is coming out pretty soon. And already, without it even having come out, they're already working on an all-female sequel with Spider-Gwen. And they're working on another uh, s series with that as well, so... Um, Yeah, it true. <laughs> That's not you're not wrong. But this would of course have Spider Girl, Spider Woman, Madam Web Madam Web, I have no idea who that is. Silk. Oh. Okay. I know who that is now. It's okay. That's because those those are the ones I. But it's like Madame Web is not someone you heard all the time, so she must have shown up. Yep, I know. I have Silk's pop staring right at me. I, Black and Black Cat, which we haven't seen in a Spider Man thing in a, a while. So, um, well, other than the game, well, I meant like on the show, like uh. But, yeah. Yeah, they had the Ultimate Spider-Man thing, and then they changed it to something else on Disney XD. They still have that Avengers show, too, which is... I was surprised that's still on. But, I guess Disney XD has, like, nothing else when they... They might be, and they they have the, you know, uh, Big Hero 6 show, and all that gaming stuff they show on that channel now, so, uh, 
I mean, that that'd be awesome. They do have the Ducktales show, which is that that Ducktales show is actually pretty good. So, why not? They should they should bring back some more of those. Like, I don't know about Goof Troop and Tailspin, but Darkwing Duck would be good. Wouldn't be opposed to that. Let's. I'm. I am really surprised they haven't tried to do the Darkwing Duck one yet. But at least I haven't. I need to go watch that episode then. Uh but yeah. I. Constant Wars is being made into a TV show. Which, that's fine. Uh. Uh, yeah, but Seth Rogen's also involved in doing this, so. Well, it was going to be a movie, and now they turned it into a TV show, which I think the TV show format probably works better, but. I loved Halt and Catch Fire, so bring it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I it it could be fine, but I mean, I, there's not much they have to do with it, honestly. Uh, who's still around from that era to talk about this stuff? That's and then who are they gonna have play this evil? That's <laughs> that's what I want to see. Uh, <clears throat> Cowboy B finally. We got into a bunch of animated stuff that got announced like a few, like a week or two ago. Of course, the biggest one is is uh, Evangelion is finally coming to a streaming service that you can get legally uh, in the spring of 2019 to Netflix, uh, and you're getting the end of Evangelion and Evangelion Death True. Which, listen, Evangelion is overrated. Let's be fair and let's be honest about that, especially with the way that the anime ends. But it's something you should see at least once. And there, you get it. It's on Netflix for you. So. Yes, it's a crazy freaking mech anime that also has like Judeo Christian stuff and also stuff that he just made up too and like it's, it's crazy uh it's a lot of psychoanalytical shit as well uh there's gonna be a live action cowboy bebop netflix needs to stop doing all these live action anime things most of them have not been good uh but you go for it netflix the Cowboy Bebop is very beloved, so there's a lot of shit you gotta get right. 
Uh, I mean, at least they're getting uh, Shinichiro Watanabe Consulting and Christopher Yost is going to be writing. So it's not a bad, not a bad job there on that point. Uh, Crunchyroll and Toonami are making a Blood Running Blade Runner anime, which that works as an anime. It's got all the futuristic stuff you want, you know. Like, yeah, why not? I'm sort of excited for it. And there's uh, people that have been involved with it that are also the ghosts in the show. So, I think it'll be good. And if you, for some reason, don't know Goku was in that Macy's Parade and a ton of people were talking, it was awesome. And people were talking about it. And, yeah. I mean, what's-his-face? Al Roker had it say Dragon Ball Super Broly. <laughs> like... It was it was uh, a moment uh, for anime fans there, and if for some reason you don't know, there's a lot of really good games coming that have come out by the time you're listening, watching this, or come out pretty soon. Uh, Just Cause Four comes out today. Uh, the Persona Three and Five Dancing in Moonlight and Starlight. And the Endless Collection that has Persona 4 dancing uh, in it also come out today. Uh, Oh, I think it came out early. If you had the Deluxe Edition, it comes out on the 3rd, which that's the one I got for you. The last, last run at remaster, which I have no idea why somebody decided they wanted to remaster that, but okay. Square Enix, then when you complain about your, yeah, Yeah. Uh, Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales also came out today, Uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll, which I'm excited about on Switch, comes out on Friday, along with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which comes out on Friday, and all of you are probably buying it, I'm buying it. Yes. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. So the next time we will be talking to you is a... We'll be doing a Game Awards post-show. So you can check us out then. After the Game Awards, we'll have a show. And it might be live. So you can watch us as soon as it's over we'll also talk about our thoughts on we're both getting the persona endless night collection so we'll be uh talking about that uh then we'll talk about what we thought about the demo here in a little bit but you know uh red dead 2 online came out have you played it at all or <laughs> uh, have you played Just Cause 4 at all? What do you think? Anything? Well, that's good. That's good. 
regular PS4. Not even on the Pro? Wow. That's weird. That's like that's like in every game. <laughs> and so you beat Detroit as well. What do you think? That's one of those I'm excited to play on my list of stuff to play before we do the game of the year, countdown, talk, all that, so I'll definitely... I mean, yeah, if you you don't have a reason to, like, you're not, you didn't review it, so why not just play through it? Yeah, I think for sure. Uh, I know Stephanie like loved it, and that's one of the tens that we have on the site. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the I uh, I played uh, smaller stuff this week, um, or or since the last time we did a show. Uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine finally came out on, on consoles, so I played that on Switch. It's it's pretty good. Um, I love the, the art style and the characters and, like, that old, like, Steamboat Willie look that they have and everything. Um, I haven't gotten that far into it, so I haven't gotten into, like, the crazy stuff or anything yet, the, like, the horror stuff, but, like, the, the ambiance and everything is there for it to be, uh, for it to be really good. Um, the, uh, I played NBA 2K Playgrounds 2, it's somehow worse than the first one. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping it was, uh, it was better, but not, 
Uh, they took out the tournament mode and they replaced it with season mode, which makes it to where you can't play with the team that you get out of the card packs, which is kind of the whole reason of the game is to keep building that team out of those card packs that you keep unlocking, which they've also 2K'd it to where you don't get card packs after every so often. Now it's you have to earn points in order to buy the card packs that you want. And, of course, there's an option to buy an entire roster if you just want to spend money because it's 2K. It's what they do. Um, They want you to make microtransactions. Uh, so, I mean, the gameplay is fine. They s- sort of fixed the shooting with a shot meter instead. I won a game with a last second three-pointer that had 20% of going in. So, I can't complain too much there. But, yeah, it's it's okay. I paid 20 instead of 30 for it. So, eh. Oh, I, shoot, I don't have a whole list of stuff. But I did buy Iconoclast before uh, finding out that it was <laughs> it was on uh, it was on PS Plus. I did buy Into the Breach. Um, I bought all, yeah, I bought uh, Monster Hunter World, Spider Man, God of War. I got that one for that seventeen bucks at at GameStop. Um, what else did I buy? I bought, uh, yeah, the games I just thought about. I bought, a, uh, I can't even think. A lot of stuff that it's on my Switch. That I, I'd have to, my Switch is not even there. It's, it's downstairs again. Uh, but yeah, a lot of indie games. So I bought Dead Cells and Celeste and everything that I got to play before we uh, hit the the game of the year talk so um i did buy a bunch of stuff on the flash so i bought some stuff on the flash so that they had this this week the odin spear was like 17 dollars, so i bought that and the um i love those uh the the zero time games and they had uh the zero time dilemma for like 12 and then the two older ones for uh in the package for 15 uh so i bought those and i bought an indie game called nairi uh the tower of shirin which i'm kind of trying to do that every week well not obviously this week i won't have to because i'm buying between persona and smash so i'm spending a lot of money already but um i'm trying to do that every week of like buying some game uh, preferably an indie and like playing through it. And this was actually pretty good. It's like a little point and click adventure. Uh, that's it's on PC and switch right now. I don't know when it's going to come to the other consoles, but it's got a really nice little like watercolor kind of art style to it. And it's got like cutesy characters. Like it's these little cutesy characters that this girl that gets, uh, her parents get, taken by the royal guard and you have to try to go find them and you have to sneak back into town and obviously it's like every other point and click adventure game it has like puzzles and they're actually pretty pretty difficult like a lot of having to go back and forth figuring out where this went and where this goes and it's it's for 10 bucks it's actually not 
not bad not a bad purchase for you on switch if you're looking for something to play that is in that uh ilk you know a griff fandango is also there too if you like those kind of games but yeah so that's what i've been playing and i think that's pretty much it for us this week yes it is very long <laughs> and very hard i agree with you did you get the uh dlc Mm-hmm. I was like, God, I don't remember the... Oh, it's because they don't have as many parts, right? Like, they condensed it. They condensed the... Uh... Didn't some of them, like, used to have, like, three parts and four parts? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I remember I was just like, holy crap, these levels. I feel like they take forever. <laughs> mhm I don't I think I might have gotten that as well. I think I might have got one for as much as I played. Why? My the ones that would piss me off was like I'd turn around the wrong way and I'd go and I'd get nothing. And I'm just like, damn it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Really? Why do you say that? Oh, really? <laughs> uh, maybe it'll work better. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I'll pick it up tomorrow after work. Uh, playing the demo, I mean, good God. The playing on normal felt like they were going everywhere. And then it, it took some adjusting to play on easy, even. What did you think? Mm-hmm, yeah, but those don't hurt you, so you don't have to do right. The karaoke.
Oh, yeah. You're trying to... Well, no, like, that's the cool thing. It's like you want to watch the background. And you can kind of see it because the stuff goes all over the freaking screen. And uh, I played on normal the first couple of times. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's way too much stuff happening. It's like, I got to tone this down. And then even on easy, when they try to do the hold notes... I'm like, I couldn't figure out if I need to do this faster or if I need to do it slower to get the note that comes behind it so it doesn't miss. And it, it's like, that's going to take some time to figure out. Uh, yeah. I do like them, like, the when the party happens and the other person comes in, they start dancing and, you know. Yeah, I'm excited to play all of them. It's apparently the Persona 4 one has, like, an actual story, so... Uh, that will be interesting to see how that uh, plays compared to the other two, uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll both have thoughts on that when we talk about the the game awards show, and then we'll have a regular show to to talk about uh, Smash Brothers as well after that. So lots of stuff coming up. Of course, Game of the Year stuff coming in pretty soon as well. And God, I can't believe it's already December. It's uh, this this year has gone by so fast, but. Well, let us know in the comments. I know Mark's uh, Mark's video, uh, I don't know if it's his camera or whatever, was showing some colors there. Uh, not much that I can really do about that. But, hey, this is the first time we're doing this. Let us know any any uh, pointers, any tips that you have. I know I wasn't always looking at the camera. It's hard to stare up in front of me. Uh, like, I'm having to stare up at because the, the camera's part of my computer. So... Um, but, but yeah, so hopefully you enjoy this. If you did, you can hit subscribe to the YouTube channel. Those, uh, already up at thousand subscribers. Thank you to everybody that has subscribed already. And, uh, if you're listening on audio, like always, you know, hit subscribe on video games to the max makes it easier. You can subscribe to the whole WTM network, get everything we do, go visit the site as well. And, uh, go hit up that forum mania and last word on life too. And thank you to them for for hosting us there as well. Uh, follow us at WTMSean at Humanity Plague on Twitter. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you in a, in a few days. Later. <laughs>